United Way, episode 12. We have a very special guest this week. Mr. Carl Spain is in studio with myself and Damien. Carl, how are you? I'm good. That sounds like a contradiction in the statement. We have a very special guest, Carl Spain. (laughs) (laughs) Comedian extraordinaire, one of the funniest people I know. No, but they're all expecting, oh my God, it's going to be John O'Shea. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an oxymoron. Well, you're a big Manchester United fan. I am indeed, I am indeed, for for my sins these days. Yeah. You're kind of calm about it, though, aren't you? I don't, I don't have a cat, but I wouldn't kick the cat if I had one. (laughs) All right, courts down. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't get too upset. Uh, You know, there's, I've had, you know, there's moments when you go, that's just, you know, they're they're a little hard to love at the moment, some of the players, but... I think we just stick through it like you know it's like a marriage we're going to have our good days and our bad days but you would have experienced kind of we were a teenager in the 80s you would have experienced yeah, yeah. football <laughs> in the 80s and imagine that when he went in two trophies kind of, in a decade yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two trophies in a decade so that was kind of when we were on the cusp of something yeah 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 there was Ron Atkinson was there and then obviously Fergie in 86 my father and my brother collect football programmes and the football programme fair in Dublin in 1985, the Manchester United Collector. So this was around, I reckon, post-season 1985. Yeah. And he said Alex Ferguson will be the next Manchester United manager. Oh, wow. In summer of 85. Now, he didn't get it till November 86. And United started that season. 15 months. Yeah, United started the next season. They won the first 10 games. Yeah, and I remember thinking they could win the league. They can't not win the league now. <laughs> they could win every game. They could, you know, they get carried away. And then I think they finished fourth that season. And then the following season was shocking. And then Ferguson took over. But yeah, that yeah. I remember. I remember Alex because Aberdeen. You know, I know it's yeah. kind of before your time, but Aberdeen had won the Cup Winners' Cup when that was something. They broke the mould. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. yeah. And winning the league. Yeah, yeah. Injured. You think of it yeah. now, it's like now imagine someone other than Celtic winning the league in you Scotland. Can't. Yeah, you can. Apart from the odd Rangers flutter. Yeah, but it was that. Yeah. And you had, well, Jim McLean at Dundee United had achieved great things, but it was a. An amazing time, you know, and I remember Alex Ferguson going, yeah, that could be good, that could yeah. be good. Um, but yeah, it was mad to think, because I remember reading in his book, they never mentioned, he was not, I think, tapped up, but because I think Tottenham had been in on looking for mm. him as well. And you think how different things could be, you know. Yeah. But. Uh, and what was your earliest memory? Um, I I just remember, I mean, yeah, as a kid, I remember the, the, I didn't like the 70s gear and the hair. I remember the Greenoff brothers. I remember th- just thinking it was a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> McCary sounded like a toy. You know, it was always <laughs> chipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the same family, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But uh, Gordon Hill, Mer- it could be called Merlin, but I don't know if I'd ever seen him properly playing. Yeah. I remember one of my, fun- funnily enough, one of my earliest, you wouldn't see football. Like it's, you think now, We've access on our phone. We go, oh, that match. Let's see, can we get footage of it? Yeah. But we saw it would have been around, I'd say, 78. And it was. Was that Doherty? Was he in charge at that point? He would have been in charge then, yeah. But it was just highlights on Sports Stadium and RTE. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's still there somewhere. Kenny Daglish missed an open goal, like the, the easiest chance. 
and when we were kids because we didn't see much yeah. you know Daglish obviously had the reputation or whatever but it was like if, you, if we ever missed a chance going I'm worse than Kenny Daglish but it was against United I remember I think it was an old I think he had a white jersey on him yeah. which looks like United's third kid now <laughs> or second kid but um, yeah you wouldn't see so those early things uh, memories of United they, I met them in 1982 they were over for a testimonial in Olympic yeah. Pat Nolan who played for Ireland he played for Ireland on the South American tour he, Mac, Mac, I think he was Mark and Maradona <laughs> In uh, the early 80s. I think he had two caps, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's a great photo of him chasing Maradona. Chasing. <laughs> I think you'll find loads of photos of people chasing after Maradona. But um, I met the whole squad then. Yeah. Um, and I remember Gary Bailey and Mar Arthur Albiston squeezing me. I think they nearly crushed my chest. I thought it was Lenny broke my ribs. <laughs> they were squeezing me together for a photo. I was in the middle. I was like, God, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Brian Robson met me that day and that was, he was, he was, possibly still is my favourite United yeah. player. I hear a lot of that. The most what? underrated. I, 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 now people go, oh yeah, Robson was, good. you're going, you've no idea. Yeah. Mm. You've no idea. I think we mentioned it last week about we Robbo. Did, yeah, about, about when Ferguson was clearing out a lot of yeah. players and Robbo tended to be the one that was stuck around. He, yeah. took, he he was part of that kind of bunch, you know. Well, it was the drinking culture. Yeah. It was Kevin Moore and he got rid of... Yeah, um, McGrath. Whiteside and McGrath. And yeah. my, my father went, that guy's anti-Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Despite marrying he's a Catholic He's anti-Catholic, yeah. And he married, I said, no, he's married a Catholic. I, I, I'll have to see that before I believe it. But I think <laughs> it's the fact that Robbo was so good, he just said, oh, he's yeah, part yeah. of that culture. But the exception. The, but, yeah, but I think he's... he. I think, and I think Bobby Moore, who actually, ironically, was the same. They, uh, I remember both of them separately in, in biographies or in interviews, people describing them as they could have been uh, the greatest lager drinker yeah. in English. And like, but, but they'd be in training the following morning. So yeah. they'd run it off. So they could drink for England and then go and run. Yeah. You know, so they were never missing or they were never sluggish. Yeah. They were never. So I think that was part of it. And I think Ferguson, it, you know, was trying to change the culture. I know the McGrath thing. I think he's definitely in the debate. If someone said, oh, McGrath's the greatest Irish player, I'd go, yeah, I can't disagree with yeah. that. You know, yeah, Him and Roy Kane probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. In, in terms of like pure talent, yeah. walking talent the most abilities. I'm older, yeah. so Liam Brady is in that discussion yeah. as well. You could put Giles in there too. Well, Giles, you? if I was older again, yeah. <laughs> would certainly be in there, yeah. But it was yeah. that, it was that thing of, um, I think it was just clearing the bodies out. I don't think it was a mark on the players at yeah. all. Because Kevin Mormont on played till nearly 40. And, you know, back when yeah. that mm -hmm. was a thing. Yeah. Um, but no yeah. Water to them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was the drinking culture he wanted out of the club. Yeah. And guys he could. Yeah, we, touched, we touched on it last week. I think he, he clearly had a vision of how far he wanted to bring the club and he knew that that culture wasn't going to get us there. Mm. Uh, and he needed to start at the at yeah. the very ground. He needed to build a whole new foundation. Yeah. Uh, and clearing those players out was was exactly that. And like that, and, and when he had that kind of plan in motion, mm. um, he had his spies everywhere around Manchester. You're here. Well, he'd, fa he'd fallen out with Strachan when Strachan left Aberdeen and Strachan was at United when he arrived. I think yeah. there was like, I think Strachan was being sold to a German club and they'd agreed it. I think oh, there was yeah. some deal done and then Strachan didn't want to go there. He wanted to go to... United oh, no. so yeah. it was kind of done behind Ferguson's back slightly Yeah. so then you know I, I think they I don't know if they've fallen out and made up well, a lot of times over the years had a lot know. of yeah 
He's fallen out with a lot of people yeah, over the years. Darren Ferguson works with Strachan's kids and he's coaching staff. Well, one of them okay. anyway, yeah, because one of them was at Celtic and one of them was with Peterborough. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> he has that, I mean, but that's the thing with Fergie. He did have that history with players where, yeah, yeah. you know, if you went against the grain, you were surplus to requirements. He never fell out with any of the Irish guys, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't recall. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. No. <laughs> He's just doing his job. But, uh, <laughs> um, your favourite United player, Rob, um, Robbo. You kind of mentioned. I would. It probably. I. I I'd probably slightly. You can go in Robson. periods of time. Well, definitely you know, Robson yeah. for the first yeah. was what made me love United. I t- like. Uh, I think back to some of the things like you know, um, uh, and I just think absolutely outstanding and. Uh, Roy Keane then would have been mm. similar thing. Um, uh, the thing Robson was Roy Keane, but he got goals as well. That's the kind of slight yeah. edge I would do. But I loved other players. I loved Cantona. Actually, I had a. I remember seeing Cantona. He did a bicycle kick. I think it was against United, and he hit the base of a post for Leeds. Okay, yeah. And I loved him. I loved just the, the you know you yeah. see him and you're kind of going oh. And then when he signed, I went oh, I don't know is he that good. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I loved that whole period. Yeah. You know, the but Keane, Keane was just a monster yeah. for years. But there's always been players I, I'd favour, like Solskjaer, before he even scored that goal. I always loved Solskjaer. Yeah, I just yeah, thought, was, you know, he was brilliant. He was yeah. just, yeah, always get goals. Down Fletcher, I think, was seriously underrated. I think Absolutely. maybe yeah. I championed those kind of players a little bit more. I always think of the Michael Carrick as well. Carrick would have been, yeah. Brimley on the right. With Fletcher. I always think, I mean, I mean, looking back in hindsight, I always think of the 2009 Champions League final. He got suspended for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for that game. And if if we had him in that game, he might have made a bit of a difference. I think he would the, have. The Big dirty point. work in midfield. Big yeah. His, I actually, I met Darren Fletcher. <laughs> I said that to him. Yeah. So that was the thing. And he said, yeah, my father rang me and I was kind of moping around. He goes, get over it. You have a league title to win now. Sort yourself out. Yeah. And he went, oh, right, yeah. Some mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always remember his goal against Chelsea. Do you remember that Chelsea juggernaut on the Mourinho? The, the header. And the yeah. header, he's near the boil line and yeah. it just loops over, checks. Yeah. I always remember that header. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was the season where we kind of, we came a little closer to, to Chelsea and challenging for the title. Yeah, and yeah. then they... They wiped away that, they, that they were, the bridge game. But they just had that air of like, they were, they were unbeatable for a while, weren't they? Yeah, they just Chelsea. That, you know what City have now, that juggernaut. I remember going, listening, too good. I yeah. can't think what year it was. I was away in England and I used to love tuning in the phone-ins then and there was a United fan out, we need to get rid of gigs and skulls. And I remember being so, because I, I played, both played another 10 years and won God knows how many yeah. more trophies. But I've always hated that. Re- and it's not just, you know, every club has them, yeah. you know, Get, get him out get, like, I worse, clopped, no. we're trying to sack Klopp last year the Liverpool fan oh yeah they were Klopp, yeah, and, uh, Klopp out and I'll have to tell my Liverpool joke or else I forget it oh yeah please did do did you hear yeah. this already you, you might have, yeah yeah oh you yeah. might have heard this it. is great the, the Liverpool they've won one league title in 33 years and there was no fans there you see when they're left to walk alone <laughs> and I hope now all the United fans listen will go to the poke. I can't wait to meet Aiden and Liverpool fans I'll tell them that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you want one league Thailand Thai- yeah no, no one walking alone you? yeah <laughs> what yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's what happened <laughs> well, I always find that you never walk alone thing so funny like, you remember, like see like the Champions League final when Carrius made all those howlers yeah. for example he was and left to walk alone <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean 
in. They like they absolutely rinse them. They leave them yeah. out the dry. All this, and you'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone as long as you're, you know, doing the business. Yeah, make exactly. a single mistake. You're walking that was, flank. Oh, two, two. Henderson for years. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the fans went in on Henderson. And then he he ended up proving them wrong. Try, yeah, he didn't go to he didn't want to go to Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So Robbo, Robbo, yeah, yeah then Ro- and Eric, and then in modern times, at the moment, I have a thing with the squad. I t- I wonder will it be Amrabat? I loved him at the World Cup. Mm. Um, yeah, really likable. Uh, yeah, he's he seems like the kind of player I I will like, but. Uh, I have this thing with this, you know, at any time if you're trying to look at a squad and you just go, right, let's just say every one of these players leaves United in January or next mm. summer, what club do you naturally see them going to? It's like with Harry Maguire, he was going to West Ham. Yeah. Like Anthony Martial, where's he going? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all... Wrexham. Yeah, but it's all these Wrexham. players. Yeah. <laughs> Saudi. No, they, they won't get relegated. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all all these players that you think... If they weren't at United, where are they going next? Yeah. And you, that's what I think is the measure of it. You know, you look at any, you go through Man City, and you know, Haaland, he's going to Real Madrid. You know, the, we the, mentioned it last week, his body language. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, he players on the pitch there. have, yeah. have moments. Yeah, yeah. I think he's... I, well, he's lost without, you know, De Bruyne. De Bruyne and, yeah. and Rod, they're lost as a unit without Rodri. He's missing. He's great mates with Grealish as well. Now I know Grealish is still around, but he was off the pitch. And he was on the bench, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was wondering with that last season when you see them very undignifiedly celebrating a treble. Uh, <laughs> have they not learned from, Sorry. Pe- <coughs> from Sorry. Pe- <laughs> people who did it better? But Hep overthinking. Watching Grealish I, doing well, all the top off stuff, I was thinking, oh, that's not good. D- d- Guardiola's watching that going, you're on the bench, mate, you're not. But like, as you, like, obviously it's been tough for us the last couple of years, but as a United fan, I get so much joy of this whole thing where pe- people assume that Pep is like this crazy overthinker (laughs) he's overthinking everything and when they're like bottling something in the Champions League like they had the previous season the Real Madrid thing was unbelievable yeah it's like Pep the overthinker (laughs) this mad genius has just gone crazy no he has I was in at Wembley in 2011 I remember the moment Rooney equalised yeah I remember sitting there going, God, if we win this this is a crime against football I started laughing when it was one all going we can't and it was more like for a number of reasons one I didn't think we were going to win but two oh my god it could be morally wrong to yeah. celebrate yeah. if we win yeah. today but yeah you're just going to nod your hat and be like uh, thanks for us and, and well, when I look at those two finals um, pure disappointment 2009 100% like uh, took me weeks to recover mm. from just how annoyed I was about that final 2011 just pure acceptance yeah, yeah. Uh, you know just a better better team all ends up better team absolutely like, no matter who you, you know, put them up against they would have absolutely mauled them it doesn't yeah. matter it wasn't a case of we weren't good enough nobody was good enough nobody was good enough to beat them do you know what I mean you could have fielded no. two teams against them they would have yeah. they would have still won wasn't that the same season where they 2010, 2011 yeah that was the same season where they beat Real Madrid 5-0 yeah wasn't it yeah in the Bernabeu as well I think they yeah. slapped them around in the Bernabeu they beat them I remember the one season they beat them like 6-2 in 6-2, the Bernabeu 6-2 yeah yeah, yeah. You know, f- no, 5-0 was, uh, that was, I think that was Mourinho's Real and I think he almost let it happen because they were saying, we want to play football and he goes, no, we need to tighten up. So they lost 5-0 and he was yeah. going, will you let me tighten up now? And they were, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but 
you talk about as well when Eric being one of your favourite players. I yeah. always look at Eric. Is is he the most important signing slash player in Manchester United's history? I would, yeah. I think it was it was definitely a move. I actually had I was over. We played Villa in the. I think it was a, it was only a couple of weeks before, and I, I was at the Dalian Atkinson scored in a one nil. Yeah, I'd rest him and. Uh, we three in midfield. It was um, was it Robson Ince and Darren Ferguson and Cantona. Well, he was up front on his own. And in my head, I went, "We need another striker." And Darren, Fer- or else Darren Ferguson needs to learn to be a striker because <laughs> yeah. we had, I think, it was the Giggs and Sharp. That I can't remember exactly on that day, but I remember thinking mm. we have we were the better team. We had all the players. Yeah. Um, watching the match live, I remember Mark Hughes would catch the ball midair and Sean Teal, who was like a a dodgy police officer beating somebody up. He was just ru- jumping into Hughes. Yeah. Hughes was holding him off. It was so, to see it real yeah. in the moment, it was amazing. Hughes was like, a, he was a battering ram. Of yeah. Anchor, wasn't so he? yeah. We were meant to sign David Hurst from Sheffield Wednesday. I think they were trying to sign yeah. him for about three million. I think he got injured or something like that. And that, yeah, but that phone call looking for Irwin and then yeah. Yeah. Cantona signs. Didn't it he wrote it down on a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't, that was the thing. They rang, rang yeah. for Irwin and he just wrote Cantona on a piece yeah. of paper and that's how that happened. That's, yeah. I, I think we touched on it last week about, Cant, about Cantona being yeah. probably the most important sign in the club have ever made. Yeah. And probably because we spoke about the story where they were all gone for points mm-hmm. and Cantona walked out to the training ground with a bag of, a bag of balls and then all the lads said, oh fuck, he's making a show of us. Yeah. We better get out there and train as well. Yeah. So the culture that Ferguson wanted to implement, Cantona took that from Ferguson and drove it through the team onto yeah, the pitch, absolutely. onto the training ground. And without someone like him, it probably wouldn't have translated as quickly or as well. So as you both said there, yeah. I think he probably is the most important sign in that the club have ever made. Absolutely. Under, under Ferguson, for sure, anyway. And that's why he got away with murder. Yeah. You know, that's why Ferguson he was... killed so- somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my... Was that just not in a film? Um, did he just kill someone in a film and you've... Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but he just, he got away with everything at the club. And Ferguson knew that. Ferguson knew that he brought that kind of work ethic yeah. with him. It was I, mean, I think it was that, the, back to the drinking culture of, we'll say the 80s into the 90s, that none of those... Um, Youth players class in ninety two generation like Beckham never drank. I don't know how would have the odd drink, but they're never. Yeah, I know they'd have the odd beer, but they weren't Neville drinkers. Never did either. Yeah, so yeah. well, I think the, that's like the U coach Eric uh, Harrison, whatever his name was. I think. Yeah, yeah but he it, he yeah. was basically like a, a, it doesn't a start here. Ferguson, I was quite I mean? surprised to not see him. He didn't even get a mention in the Beckham documentary. Yeah, but they they really. I know they did it in the class of '92. Yeah, it's the, more probably to do with Americans watching or celebrity. It's more of a celebrity yeah, documentary, true, yeah, you know, yeah. rather than a football. Documentary. They actually touch very little on that youth theme in general, mm. and that class of they 92. did. Yeah, like they 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 kind of allude to it, and they move yeah. on. I think their pro- their premise is probably you've probably heard this story a million times because there is a whole other yeah. film about it. So we'll touch on it and move on. Because I know, like, when, I think it was Steve Bruce had mentioned in the documentary, he said, you know, the boss was bringing in this kid into the dressing room before games. We didn't know who this kid was. Yeah, yeah. We thought he must have been special. But then I'm thinking, he probably did the same thing with the likes of Skulls. Every one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't just Beckham, you know, but I suppose... And with guys the, that didn't make the American, it as well. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the American audience, it's probably... And it's also Begum's production company. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, like, I mean, the the series is called Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> it's not called Beckham and yeah. Co or Beckham and Friends. It's yeah. Beckham. It's, I only it's watched it because I thought it was about Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like her? <laughs> She's lovely, isn't she? Trying to pick your favorite Spice Girl. It's scary, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Go away! This is how we spoke to each other in Dubai, January. This is a, this is all. It's I, I've I've lived with this memory because it, it January twenty twenty. <laughs> myself, Al, Danny O'Brien, and Joe Rooney, and I remember myself, yourself, and Danny talking about and going. I think twenty twenty is going to be my favorite year in comedy. I'm enjoying comedy more and more every year. January twenty twenty. This I'm going. Do you know what I'm going to March China and I'm going to Australia. I was going to Hong Kong, China, yeah. Australia. I'd Azerbaijan booked in for a gig. I was like, this is going to be amazing. All these trips around. Yeah. <laughs> Two months later, doing comedy at home in the mirror. We're watching the comedy and on a laptop. Well, I watch. <laughs> well, I watched the Soprano series out of sequence. Would that be? Would that be different? <laughs> it just became like sit down comedy because you're on Zoom calls all the time. Yeah. You watch, yeah. Well, that was it. the gigs that I did on the laptop, like oh, everyone yeah. was muted. So you never, you never heard. I did. That, one, that is yeah, tragic. You I did one to 350 people and I could only see six screens. <laughs> Four of the screens were blacked out. Everyone was muted. Yeah. That is true. And they told me afterwards they couldn't see me after about <laughs> 10 minutes. So I was basically was voice. shouting down a phone to 350 people, probably in 349 locations. <laughs> And I overran. I overran. I was like, and you look, I'm look, I've got my girlfriend's upstairs working going, I can hear him. What's he doing now? Does he ever end that job? She was one of the black screens. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget. And what was it like thing. at the end when, when they're all... They went, muted. thanks very much. Thanks very much. And they, you once sent me an email afterwards. Well done. That was tough. And I was like, oh. I said, sorry, we never told you the camera had gone. And it was their problem. It's gone on their oh, end. Oh, their issue, oh, yeah. And, oh, they, um, I did another one for a company. God, they're, they're a well-known company with another comedian. And he he started joking about how he went on to their diversity group in the company. Yeah. And he's like, so we're doing a gig to all different people from all over the world. Mm. You, I think based in Ireland, but maybe some of them aren't. So he's looking at them and he goes, uh, I went on your diversity panel. I noticed the names are Seamus. Ashleen and started listing off all these Irish names and the boss was there glaring at us and I was like oh god why did you mention that and he thanked us afterwards and he went and I look into that your suggestion for the diversity <laughs> thing really he, the rest of them were kind of going oh yeah I never thought of it like yeah. that oh, they were, that was a dark time those online gigs like, yeah they, oh, were, they oh. were absolutely shite right I have, I have two, two things for you my hot take this week yes yes right, my hot take this week if Fabian Bartes was still there. If Fabian Bartes <laughs> was a prime goalkeeper now, mm. he would be considered one of the best keepers in the world. I think he was, like, it he is. Was, it's, he it's was a ball playing, sweeping yeah. keeper before it was even a thing. He was considered. That's the thing. Uh, he was considered one of one the best, best keepers in the world. His yeah. first season at United was. I don't think he. I don't think he made a mistake. I think Highbury. I think he made two, three mistakes. Against Henri. Threw the ball to yeah. Henri yeah. that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, I think he made a couple of mistakes in that, but I, th- I think his first year and a bit was almost impeccable. I saw the last day of the season 
was it 2011, Derby County? I think we lost. And they had Michael Stewart played and all that. And Beck, Brooklyn Beckham might have been on the pitch as a toddler and all that. Yeah. But uh, Bartes, it was end to see the league was well won. He ran out at one stage and got the ball. And he passed it back to whoever was on the line. It was like one of my seen the goalkeeper doing a pass back. Yeah, <laughs> he turned. He he looked up and someone was and he turned around and passed it to his own. And he was laughing. He was such. No, I, I loved. I loved him one, at the time. There's, there's one where he dribbles the ball all the way to the halfway line as well. And then I think yeah. Ferguson actually failed him as an outfield player in oh, one game I, as well. well I, yeah, because I, I when I did that gig in Old Trafford there about a year and a half ago, Ferguson oh, was God. That. <laughs> Ferguson said that. He was Darren was Ferguson begging him. There? He was begging oh, to him. play outside. Oh, he played a pre-season friendly, was it or something? No? It was a pre-season, pre-season friendly. He was thing begging him to play him. Up front. Please play yeah, him. Yeah. I think he was in that white reversible jersey. I think that's what they were wearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the white, the, the white strip I think on they were, that reversible. I think it was in Asia pre-season yeah. before. And that, he was, I remember I, me dad saying to me, so he had to put on parties on a front or something. I was like, what? Was he begged, like, what? He was, yes, he said, he said he was begging him. I'd say he was. I'd say he's hounding him for two years. Imagine if, he, imagine if he'd scored a hat-trick and then suddenly you go, well, we just try Well, maybe we should yeah. actually. We try him up there. Well, we're, we're thinking about McTominay but, a lot. But that time <laughs> when, when Schmeichel left, I think of our next 20 signings, 10 of them were goalkeepers. Yeah, Quibi yeah. and all. It Jumbar, was just Bosnich. Quibi, Bosnich. We signed just Ricardo. Ricardo. Yeah, and then there was Howard Culkin. There was a Carroll. Carroll, Roy Carroll. Jesus. Yeah, there was a what a save against Spurs that time. Like, I know. Yeah, Rakchuba. Did he play? Anyway, yeah, there there was, was I think low... there was twenty. So I remember looking at it and counted ten of them are goalkeepers. Yeah, which was ridiculous. Yeah, there was a too too mm. many goalkeeper signings. Um, obviously the big news over the weekend um, is that the club have, is in the withdrawn. door oh, yeah yeah the um, club is in the door <laughs> Ratcliffe has come in with the 1.25 billion will we change, investment will we change the name of this podcast to just like uh, the nostalgic way or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh we're going to be the owners talking about the well <laughs> I was fuming on Saturday evening yeah um, we, we were speaking about it yeah I was you know obviously I've I've mentioned before that you know people who have reservations about this ownership uh, have every right to have you know have those reservations, um, and I completely agree with them. But in that sense, it was the only it was the best possible option for United with the Glazers going completely. Yeah, investment into training facilities, the whole structure, a revamp of Old Trafford, or or a maybe, complete maybe rebuild, a, a complete rebuild, um. They were clearing out all the debt money into the community wiping out all the debt yeah now I had 24 hours to process it and <laughs> I kind of came around to it I'm hearing reports but you know see it till we believe it of course with, when it comes to that um, I think with Ratcliffe coming in if he is put in charge of sporting matters at the club that's the first step um, if you know what's being promised about a, a revamp to Old Trafford uh, maximising the capacity to 90,000. That's also good. Fix those fucking leaks. They actually have two types of leaks to fix, both literally and fucking figuratively at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, so that needs to be fixed. A lick of paint on the backside of the stadium as well. Oh, cause where that train Where, where the tram comes oh in. Oh my oh, God. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's horrible. Rotten. But I think, um, yeah, I think with Ratcliffe coming in, you know, I, I, Slightly I less in charge of everything. I think Richard Arnold and John Murta, I think... You know, I think they they might be sweating now. 
with regards to their jobs because yeah. you've heard the rumours of Paul Mitchell coming in in a sporting director role and who else was mentioned? Um, someone alongside Paul Mitchell was was mentioned. So it's a step. It's a step in weaning the mouth in time. Unfortunately, a small step. We have to look but at it. A step you know, we have to look at it in the way where you know when the Glazers were in these negotiations, in our minds was get them out. They're disgraceful. They should leave with all that money in shame. <laughs> and they can't. They are there to be swayed. They are there to be impressed. And that's the unfortunate situation yeah. we're in. And the most impressive. I think if you look offer, at it this way, right? If the, yeah. if the club is a body, right, and the Glazers are a cancer, the guitarists are going to cut that entire arm off to say, yeah, the body, yeah, right. Yeah. Ratcliffe is an antibiotic. He's just slowly trying to cure it ever so slightly. He, 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 he's, you need to say you're not a doctor when you say No, I mean, he's not, he's, not even, he's not even chemo. That, he's not even chemo. He's an antibiotic. But, yeah. He's but not, he's, no, but, he's but not I don't chemo. Think he's a, I don't think he, he's a temporary antibiotic. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a person. Because eventually the, the glazers build up an immunity and, and it goes back yeah. to the way it goes. That, that's I, what, it'll grow and grow I think grow, he's grow a PR exercise for them. Yeah, big time. Do you, do you, not, still, do you think they'll still be there? In, they're still absolutely. there in 75%. They're still taking the money out yeah. of the club and now people have someone else to shout at who'll be at the games. Mm. So, exactly. whether things change or how much they change, I don't know. I genuinely thought... I was waiting for the Qatar takeover and suddenly David Beckham was going to be president of Manchester United. Yeah. Do you know, I thought there was going to be... I thought because... We spoke about that last week. The Qatar week, investment. Yeah. I thought that was partly what he was involved in. I was even thinking it's the documentary now to make the next generation fans go, God, he was such a great player as well. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Those who might have forgotten, just know the name or discovered him because of his son's photography. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, is that making it interesting? <laughs> uh, okay. Save that. Save that for one of your shows. Oh my God, that is actual gold. No, but I do think... The, the, <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, <Kurt. laughs> I'm making a serious point here. Go on, that was for the photo no, of the elephant. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Glazers, um, while they're there, it's bad. It is. It's bad. It's cancer. It's fucking diarrhea. It's a diarrhea <laughs> of money leaving the body. Yeah, you know. And I don't. I just need. I think Radcliffe is just a change in nappy, basically. You know, I, know. I could. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I don't see it. And the irony, the irony of ironies, the most successful time in United's history was that era towards the end of Ferguson and the Glaciers were owners. But it was not Ferguson. But it, was, it was Gill. It, it, it wasn't, was Gill leaving. Yeah, it was, was the biggest. Yeah. But that whole operation, when the Glaciers came in, it wasn't tampered with whatsoever. It was just, mm. the, oh, let, let them do what they're doing there. Yeah, yeah. And, th and then when Gill and Ferguson left, it was like, oh, fuck, we need to... We need yeah, to figure something out here that we don't know what to do. Hill leaving know? the same year was an absolute disaster. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, it was. You know, and then the club, they were in riot. Like, you know, I remember I remember Rio Ferdinand talking in an interview going, oh, David Moyes, we'll, we'll talk him through it. Or, you know, and I remember reading that going, if I was Moyes, he'd be gone in the morning. Yeah. He, yeah Ferdinand came out with some, oh yeah, I don't there think. Was a, yeah. There was a, a quote in the book, I think it's the, the goalkeeper, Andres Lingard, whatever his name was. Lingard, Lind yeah. Lingard, he had a quote in, the, in one of the, the pages, it's called From, from Goliath to David. And it's oh, when, right. uh, oh, it's when. That's a lovely chapter. Um, 
Moyes had walked into the dressing room and basically said, uh, you're all champions, so you need to teach me how to be a champion. Oh. Mad, you'd be like, here, mate. <laughs> Out there. Yeah. Be gone. <laughs> I, I always, someone had mentioned to me years ago that he had shown Ferdinand and Vidic tapes of Jagielka <laughs> Silva oh. Distan. Is that true? I don't know if it's true, but in, I don't know. But that would be, this is the system. It mightn't be necessarily yeah. I want you to play like No, no yeah. it wouldn't be. No, but I, think, I want yeah, you to aspire to be as good as that. that. Like, I'm watching. But Vidic and Ferdinand were both more or less done then. Ferdinand was done. So Ferdinand went to QPR. QPR There's probably no pictures of him wearing a QPR jersey. He no. played that little, you know. Yeah. Yeah. In, in fairness, like, all all the great that, Fer, that Ferguson did, he didn't do anybody a lot of favours with the, with the squad that he left behind. No. No. Like Van Persie. That was that, one that good was, season. And, and then that was like that. a cheat on a video game. I could, I could buy two or three of these young players that I'm looking at. No, I'll buy Van Persie. He'll score me thirty goals in yeah. the league. <laughs> and that that's he what did. he did. You yeah, know, yeah. it was. Um, he wasn't. And now, in fairness, he was thinking there was money in the bank, and there's you know a decent enough squad there. Mm. And there's players coming through, but yeah. And we had won the league quite comfortably as well, so he probably was he thinking did. it's competitive at least. Yeah. Mm. But obviously, not yeah. so much. But uh, I know it's it is unfortunate with, with what's happened over the weekend. But I think. Uh, I'm just sick of being stressed about it. It's, I know, it's actually, I know. it's 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 too stressful. And at the end, like people say, it's only a game. It's only, and of course, it is only it's a game. Just, it's just a it's kick just in the ball. I just kind of, for me, would you not just for, start sporting Man City? I can, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand the disappointment and the rage from many fans around the world that probably wanted mm. this full-on takeover. I can understand your disappointment. Your disappointment. I'm disappointed too, but I'm just in my own head. I'm just like, off. Oh, look. You're trying to all I want, Yeah, all I want is, I think the most important thing for us right now as Manchester United fans is clarity. We just need clarity on the whole situation mm. and that's it. Give us the spiel on what the project is. When are they leaving? Mm. Just... And I think that's the thing where sell, at, where sell it to us. Don't sell it yeah. to us through fucking reports. And I think from the Times or yeah, the Athletic, yeah. I don't want that shit. That's where Arsenal journalist. fans have yeah. Arsenal fans have really benefited from the clarity of their club when they yeah. when they all wanted Arteta out, and the, the club basically said, "No, yeah, this is the plan, yeah, and we trust the man to do it, and we're going to give him yeah. finances to do it." And now they're talking like this guy is the second coming of fucking Jesus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, okay, rightly so. The club is doing like doing amazingly well. They're yeah. competitive, as competitive as can be mm. against City. But that's all because, as you said, there's clarity there. The club turn around yeah. and say, no, this is the plan. This yeah. is how it's working. And you a boy into it and support the team while you don't. And Arteta's ruthless. You see, yeah. you know, you've seen how he handled the Aubameyang situation. Yeah. You know, and I think I, at that point, Aubameyang had just signed that whopper 400 grand a week. Highest paid yeah, player in yeah, national yeah. history, I think. Yeah. But yeah. he came in and won the cup as well. That, that was a yeah. big thing, for, I, I think, for him. Yeah, yeah because when he won the FA keeps, Cup. Then. But it makes you sure of yourself in a sense, right? I've won an FA, have I put a trophy? I know, well, Arsenal seem to win the FA Cup every year and they still wanted Wenger. What about Di Matteo? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but putting a trophy on the table, going, look, I've won this... But when you're throwing yeah. out Lacazette, throwing out uh, yeah. the Trump players out, didn't he get rid of? Like, did he get rid of Ozil? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he got rid of Ozil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, put Pepe out on loan despite him being the club's record signing at the time. Yeah, 
But that's what happens when a club is run badly. It's paying 70 odd million for Pepe. That's what happens with United when you yeah. pay, oh, we better. I, I, I still think the Pogba deal, most expensive player in the world. I, it never struck me. I know it was Mourinho. I was like, why? Oh, it not, was not a Mourinho signing. It was a commercial. It was United deal going, oh, we'll spend the most in the world. Yeah. It's like, why well, we've bought the most expensive player in the world or whatever. I think that was yeah. Woodward at the time, didn't he? He actually, it was came, he actually came out with a quote saying that we can buy anybody. We can buy whoever we want. We're the biggest club in the world. We can buy whoever we want. He said about Schweinsteiger like at the tail end of his career that'll send shivers down the spine I <laughs> yeah of United fans and I, listen I love Schweinsteiger he was actually, a fabulous player he was, he was yeah. yeah his legs he wasn't and Premier I, League to go to a quicker league yeah I think it disappoints him as well that yeah. he, he didn't go to United sooner mm. like his love for United is unbelievable yeah, he's, yeah the fact yeah. that he was only there for a season like yeah, yeah. two seasons you know great player right so before we wrap up right I've a question right I'll let you just do two of them Okay. Right. So I want an all-time United eleven. Mm-hmm. Right. So best player in each position. Right. But then I want an eleven of what you feel would be the actual best team. So not necessarily the best player oh, in each position, but what you would feel would be the best team. Oh, I would do it like that anyway, naturally. Right. So yeah. go ahead. Right. We'll start with you, Al. No, the guests first. Right. Okay. <laughs> first. Okay. As normal, we start at right back. Um, <laughs> I was never a big fan of his but I think it would have to be Schmeichel certainly in my time watching United Yeah, I think he's the best I I, I loved Van der Sar but I still think Schmeichel was better and I genuinely loved Bartes he was the one keeper I really liked So, but I'd go Schmeichel um, full backs I'd love to pick Dennis Irwin in both positions Um <laughs> Um, God, I should have thought about this. I'm going to be so angry driving home today. I never said him. Oh my God. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, we'll go ne- Neville and Irwin. I think mm-hmm. it's hard to knock him out of the places. Yeah. Um, in centre half, it's going to be Vidic and one other. I loved Vidic. I've never huge Ferdinand fan. I don't know if that came across already. <laughs> um, before he came to United, like he used to get torn apart. I don't know. You're old enough to remember Hansen. He's, you know, he's not, he's a good footballer, he's not a good defender. And he was a bit, it's a bit like the Trent Alexander-Arnold debate Ferd- at the moment. It took Ferdinand two, three years to really settle in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was a, a phenomenal a footballer. Yeah. Like, I remember watching him for West Ham, they played Liverpool, was it 96 in the Youth Cup final? Mm. And it was Ferdinand in the midfield. And I was midfield, thinking, yeah. oh, he's Les Ferdinand's cousin, he's meant to be brilliant. Yeah. They're like distant cousins. I think Michael Owen played and Carragher played in that match. Yeah. It was on Sky. But, um, sorry, but Vidic, I'll come back to this, maybe Stam. Mm. Maybe Stam. Stam yeah. Um, anyway, midfield, Brian Robson, Roy Keane. <sighs> Who am I leaving out? Uh, I'll put Skulls in front of them. Oh. I'll put... Um, how do you leave gigs? Oh, the, the attackers. How do you leave gigs? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh no. Um, the best best team. See, I can't, you should play two strikers. Am I leaving Skulls out? Am I leaving Roy Keane out? Really? Um, this is horrible. Really? Bain hates Roy Keane. Um, uh, Ronaldo's in. Well, I go four three three. No, the system is all wrong already in my head. Um, we go Cantona. And Van Nistelrooy, go Ronaldo on the right. This is not the balanced team I had pl- promised. <laughs> Keane and Robson and Giggs on the left. Now I've left out Scholes. Um, so four four two. Yeah, I'm going four four two with Ronaldo on a free roll, and I've left Beckham out. Yeah. Um, 
Cool. It's hard, isn't it? There it's you go. Very difficult. But they'd be all on the bench. Cantona and uh, Vanessa Roy up front. Yeah. Rooney's yeah. left out. Yeah. On the bench, on the bench. Rooney, Beckham. I'd, I'd, I'd ask me the tomorrow bench. and I'd give you. A whole different one. I'd give you. A different, one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd give you eight different. I think Keenan, Robson. You've I had a second. You've had a second to think there. About, yeah. Um, I'm going Van der Sar and goals. Um, I just think it's reliable, dependable. Yeah. yeah. It's because you're younger. No, I, I, no, I, I told Michael. I, 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 I disagree with that. Yeah, I knew I could be swayed if it was in it. I'd go. You know what? Yeah, I could go Van der Sar. You know, if it was, Michael we, was a we giant were a coaching team. I'd you know, go. he was. He was a yeah, yeah. giant of a keeper, and he was commanding. Just but wreck my head when he blamed everyone else for any like. Even a great yeah. goal. Someone could score from 40 yards into the top corner, a free goal, and he'd start screaming at Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, for me, it's, it's, it's Van der Sar, 100%. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just his, I think it was his connection to the back four as well. Mm. He, they just, they loved him. They respected him. His experience was vital as well. Uh, played until his early 40s at the club, so now I'm going to go with him. Um, right back, Neville. Dependable. I think he was too harsh on himself in the documentary. Mm. Listen, we know Gary Neville wasn't he wasn't world class, you know. Hey, Beckham at right back. So I, <laughs> <laughs> but he was skulls, you know. skulls at right back to get a bit. He sent her back pairing. Oh. It's got to be Rio and Vidic because because you can do an impression of Rio and you can't do one of Stam. Yeah, and you he, probably like, could and do he Stam. likes my impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, and, and I was talking about Saliba and Gabriel and people went nuts at me. I, I just tweeted that Saliba and Gabriel are stylistically very similar to Rio and Vidic and mm. how they play. Gabriel does a lot of the dirty work. Saliba is composed, calm, rolls Royce of a centre-back. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that that was how Rio and Vidic complemented each other. Vidic did all the dirty stuff and Ferdinand was very smooth and composed as a centre-back. And he got so much better. He, his game elevated when Vidic was signed at the club. He was for a couple of the years. For yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah. before that, he was prone to so many mistakes. Left-back Dennis Irwin. Um, yeah, just... Nobody goes in there ahead of him. Nobody goes in there. No, ever, ever is, ever, like, ever, no, ever, ever is not. to right back. <laughs> ever is not close there, no. No, no. He's not. Um, it, ever was fantastic, but Dennis... I know we've differed, but it's hard to argue with the... Yeah. Well, there's only Rio we've, and, and Van der Sar, we've differed so far. Go yeah. on. Go on. Yeah, go on um, midfield now. Am I going for a 4-3-3? Three, three? Um, yeah, go for a 4-3-3. Three, three. Skulls, Keen, Keen and who? Keen scolds and oh. one of the Jemba's twins. <laughs> <laughs> Jemba or Jemba? Cleverson. I'm gonna go Keen scolds and Beckham in the midfield. Three. Ooh, yeah. Beckham finally gets to play a second yeah, role. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the three up top, uh, on the you're gonna go Rooney, Ronaldo on the and... left, Ronaldo. Mm. Yeah, no, on, on Ronaldo played more on the left when he was at Real. Sorry, on the left I'll go Giggs. And then Rooney up front yeah. and Ronaldo on the right. Just that combination yeah. of Ronaldo it, and it, Rooney it. was scary. Although, sorry, veering away from, from this subject, I think Ozil and Ronaldo was a better combination than Rooney and Ronaldo. Just slightly edged it. Mm. Ozil and Ronaldo were just... I'm changing mine anyway. I'm putting Bobby Charlton and George <laughs> Best in. And, but yeah, that's and Dennis my, Law. That, that's, my, that's my United 
I know. That's, yeah. it, I think we, there's we, so many when we've gone all time, we're kind of going yeah. in our own lifetime. There's me earlier in the podcast saying Cantona's arguably our most important signing. Signing, yes. Uh, you know, and I haven't even got him in yes. my team. Yeah. There's so much depth there, you know. Right, do you want one? Yes. No, no. no it's, right. that's, uh, that's all. That's everything for this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Episode 15, will I am going for. Uh, three five two. So three oh, at the back. Wing, oh, goalkeeper. wing backs. <laughs> uh, three at the back, wing backs, three in the midfield, two up front. Beckham is a right. wing back just to get him in. And Giggs is the other one you So uh, no, Giggs is not even in the team. Oh my god. Bartez and goal. Right? Not because he's the best keeper we've had, just for the system. Because of the system, how he plays. System. How the system, right? How he plays out from the back, the right? Modern game. Stam, Vidic and Martinez. No Rio. No Rio. Oh right. wow! Okay, uh, I wouldn't have a Bex, one of the current players in uh, purely for the system. Okay, purely for okay. the system. So this is not the best players. That yeah, I've no, ever no, played. I get it's, you. Yeah. It's purely who I think yeah. if you could pluck from the all the regions, who I think would be competitive in the league to now. Be Sheffield United, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> so Sam Vidic Martinez, Bex and Irwin as wing backs, Kane Scholes and Parkji Song in the midfield, and Ronaldo and Rooney up front. I can't argue with that with regards to. No, not the greatest all, but like in terms as of a, unit, a balanced team, as a unit, like Park Chi Sung does. Like I know you, you, he talks about Park Chi Sung, and he's he's hundred percent right. That guy deserves far more credit than oh, I, I agree. What a player, just unbelievable, dependable, a workhorse. They should a, name like a, a stadium after him, like Park Park. <laughs> 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 Listen, and on that note, <laughs> this has been the United Way. I'm Al Foran. I'm Damien Broderick. And this is our guest. I'm Carl comedian Spain. Carl Spen. Carl, if you, you've got you've got a couple you got a couple oh, yeah. of dates Gigs. coming up. I have a couple gigs, of dates. I'm gigs. taking the girlfriend to the cinema and um, <laughs> Vicker Street, April nineteenth. April nineteenth. April nineteenth. Galway Comedy Festival this month, October twenty twenty three. And uh, loads more all over the country in in your local area, unless you're listening abroad. Then I'm not in Manchester. I was there last year at this time. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll be at that gig in Vickers. Don't point Can't at wait. me. Oh, <laughs> this has been you're all well. Come on, just you in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's been the United Way, folks. We'll see you next week. Hooray! What if they win now? I'll have to be brought back every week. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.